Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Wicked Insurance Matters radio show with Greg Durrett of Future Secured Financial, unraveling the questions and misconceptions about how things like life insurance, annuities, disability insurance, long-term care insurance, and much, much more can affect you, your family, and your retirement. So sit back and listen closely. People are depending on you. And now, here is Greg. Welcome, welcome, one and all again, to yet another episode of Wicked Insurance Matters Radio Show with me, your host, Greg Durrett. Hope everyone is doing well and managing the winter okay. It's been a pretty good one so far for, by all accounts, across the country. Not too much snow, not too much cold. Although, if you're out west, the not too much snow thing is not really in your best interest because now all of a sudden you're not going to have too much water come summertime. So that's kind of a bummer. But that, you know, that all feeds into this whole thing that we're talking about today. Um, oh, and by the way, just uh, one more thing here. I want to make sure that um, I reach out and uh, give my EIB, the uh, EIP rather, the uh, esteemed imaginary producer, Mr. Charles J. Snodbury Third, all the props that he has coming to him because he put together a great show with a great guest, Kim Hanlon. She's going to be with us in a little bit. Uh, she is a realtor extraordinaire with Alante Real Estate and uh, is going to be sharing a whole lot of insights with us. So how about a round of applause for Mr. Charles J. Snodbury III? There we are. A live imaginary studio audience joining us along with the 183.7 million listeners we get live each and every week. All right, so what is the subject today? Well, it is, as you know, avoiding costly real estate mistakes. And you're all scratching your head saying, well, why in God's creation is Greg talking about this? You're supposed to talk about insurance and finance and growing retirements and protecting things and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. You know, look at yourself a little bit differently, I think. A lot of times people in their personal life will take a look at all right, here is my budget for my car, and here's how much I'm going to spend on my life insurance, and here's how much I'm going to allocate to retirement, and here's how much, and you put all these little mini silos together, and that becomes all of a sudden your big plan. Now, look at a business in contrast. A business says, I have this pool of assets, I have these set expenses, and so I have to balance my assets against my liabilities and figure out the best way to make sure that the overall outcome is the one that I want to have happen for my business. But somehow, even people who own businesses oftentimes will take that really solid strategy of how they run their successful company and totally forget about that when they get home. And the problem is, is that things like real estate can seriously derail all of those other plans because all those allocations may end up getting chewed up. Uh, there was a great movie with Tom Hanks years ago. I think it was Tom Hanks. It was The Money Pit. Um, and it was, yeah, this great house, and isn't this wonderful? And all of a sudden, all of their assets got chewed up into this house that they didn't do the proper research on. 
They didn't get the proper guidance. They trusted the wrong people. And all those other plans that they may have had allocation laid out to, gone, totally gone. And you've even got people that are out there doing things like I had mentioned in the preamble to, in the written preamble to the show, um, that a lot of folks have just said, you know what, forget it. I'm going to rent instead. And that is an all-time high. So what's going on out there in the real estate market that's making all this hubbub happen? And it really does matter uh, insofar as where you are as to what sort of market position you're in. Uh, in the Northeast, uh, particularly uh, on Cape Cod in the area that uh, Kim will be talking about, seems like we have a bit of a shortage of real estate. So what does that mean? Well, you know what? It's pretty basic economics, folks. It's supply and demand. When the supply is low, demand is high, guess what happens to the values? They go up. Now, you have interest rates that are really, really low. That helps move things, but you have to think about the area that you're in insofar as how it's going to affect the long-term cost. Because some folks are overpricing their properties which then puts you in a negative equity position later, perhaps, when you might have been thinking in terms of, well, I'll buy a house today, and maybe I'll do a, a reverse mortgage 30 years from now, and that's going to be perfect. Well, you know what? That's pie-in-the-sky crystal ball stuff that oftentimes doesn't work out the way you think because it's just too far out. And with a market that bounces around based on capacity, based on volume of sales, based on the area, I was just down in Florida looking at different places, and I saw some beautiful places that were, if you were to compare them to the price of the Northeast, they were valued at about 50% of what you would be paying up here in the Northeast. Beautiful, beautiful places, beautiful spots, uh, warm, and yet still that market is not showing the same type of dollar value. So you have to be thinking in terms of this. Now, when you get out there and you start saying, all right, I'm going to dig in, I'm going to go out and I'm going to find a realtor and I'm going to just really go after this whole thing as hard as I can because, you know, I want to buy. Okay, so now you're on the buyer side. Well, of course, you're going to want that perfect house in that perfect neighborhood and you're going to want to basically steal it for under market value. Well, that's great. So does everyone. In contrast, however, the seller wants to sell it for as much as possible to somebody who's well-qualified. You're a buyer. You have a great interest rate. Maybe you are pre-qualified. Well, that's great. Are you getting the level of honesty from not only the seller, but their real estate agent? Remember, folks, the real estate agent works for the seller, but that doesn't mean that they have to be horrible, dishonest people just trying to shuck and jive you into some little who knows what type of a place. So you want to make sure that the neighborhood you're getting information about is good, it's quality, it's solid. The people you're dealing with are good, quality, solid, all that kind of thing. We want to make sure that everybody in the process is as reliable as it can be. Now, what does that mean, too, for you in, in real terms? Well, you don't go run out and buy the first place you looked at. Sellers, you're not selling to the first person that came walking through your door. As a matter of fact, I have a client who was trying, has been trying to sell that house for some time now, and all of a sudden, finally, this person came along. Ah, a Chinese businessman with cash appeared out of nowhere. Well, guess what? After much weeping and gnashing of teeth, 
it turns out it was a total nonsensical scam. Uh, we're, we're limited on time, so I can't get into the details of how that particular scam would work, but it was a scam. So even, even at that level, uh, goofy things can happen out there, depending on, regardless, I should say, of which side of the transaction you're on, buying or selling. So come back to the fact that we need knowledgeable people to be in our corner, working with us, and a lot of good uh, real estate agents too, if they're really good, you can actually engage them to represent you as a buyer, which is a good thing too. Because now all of a sudden, you know, it's like when you get two lawyers in a room, they talk differently than when they do in front of a judge or with their clients in a room. Well, when you get two realtors in a room, they're going to talk very frankly to each other because they know that they will be having more business between each other, not just this one transaction, and they want to make sure that their integrity is intact. They don't want to be uh, run out of the industry, as it were, because they were just uh, trying to shuck and jive their way through one last sale. So that's how that type of thing is going to be set up. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to take our first commercial break, and when we come back, I will introduce you to Kim Hanlon, and we will get the skinny on all of this stuff. So please hang on, and we will be there in two less than two minutes. Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Who among us does not want to hear that when they're moving into a new neighborhood? <laughs> that, that certainly elicits a, a whole set of feelings that, uh, yeah, you don't really want to be um, uh, reenacting a scene from Deliverance when you move into your new home because you didn't have the right people behind you helping you select not just the house but also the neighborhood. All right. Well, with that, I had promised we are going to be now introducing uh, – Kim Hanlon of Alante Real Estate, uh, based in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Kim, are you with us? I am. How are you today, Greg? Excellent. And how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm not sure you need me. You've been doing such a great job all on your own. <laughs> no, no. You know what? When it comes to certain things, it's all about the experts. This is why I called you in and asked you to be on the show, because it's... Uh, 
you know, you've got the insights. I just have the uh, the words that kind of skate over the top of the subject. So, uh, but <laughs> well, me, I appreciate it. <laughs> let me give uh, let me give some of your contact info out first off. So, and make sure that everybody uh, that's out there has a way to get a hold of you. If they're if they're looking at the show and you look at all the uh, the write up on it, you can see that uh, Kim's direct. Uh, website is kim.alante, A-L-A-N-T-E, homes.com. Uh, you can click through here. You can just go to her that way. Or you can actually reach out to her directly on uh, her cell phone, which is also listed there, but it's 508-274-4316. And if anybody is so inclined to want to give a call and talk about things on the show today, that number is 845-241-9956. All right, Kim. All that out of the way now. Um, tell us a little bit about how it is that, that you folks have been able to work yourselves into such a, a beautiful position. I know it's a lot about you do things a little bit differently, actually a lot of bit differently, um, when you take on new customers. And how does that, that process that you employ actually help people avoid real estate mistakes that could cost them a lot of money? Yeah, so um, one of the things we do at Alante is we take the approach that's more consultative with our clients. We like to make sure that we sit with them up front, we understand completely what their needs are, whether they're buying or selling a home, and we want to make sure we're walking them through the process. This is true of not just new buyers and sellers, but anybody who has even gone through this process in the past because things do change over time. So we feel it's critical to make a point to do a very consultative um, approach interview, if you will, when we first meet them. Make sure that we have a little chemistry and that, you know, we're a good fit for each other. Um, Secondly, you know, if we're working with a buyer, making sure that they're going through the pre-approval process and so forth. I mean, one of the things that I know that this call is about is avoiding costly mistakes. And one of um, the most common things we find is that buyers overestimate what they can afford. And they usually factor in the down payment and the mortgage, but Mm -hmm. typically they're forgetting about many other significant costs, like the closing costs, which could be on average $6,000. They could be more or less, depending on the property and the loan. Insurance and taxes, which are included in your mortgage monthly. Monthly expenses to run the home. You may have home association fees, home maintenance fees, and so forth. So to avoid this, of course, hire a realtor and make sure that you know all of this up front. But probably one sure. of the most important things would be to get a pre-approval done from an experienced lender because they're going to disclose to you all of that information and make sure you're prepared and you're looking at homes that you truly can afford. Yeah, and that's, that's an important thing. I think, I think that uh, the, the, the recent past showed um, just how daunting it can be for people that uh, basically overestimate what it is they can afford on an ongoing basis. It's like anything. You know, if you buy a car, um, you've got to be able to afford the maintenance and the gasoline. So I think when, you, when you're buying a house, people need to dial back a little bit and say, okay, we're not going to go as close to the bone as possible, but rather, hey, look, you know, let's get something we can afford and still target retirement savings and doing all these other things that's part of life, but have the house too. Right. I mean, that's. I mean, you've had to counsel people down a little bit. I would imagine, right? Absolutely. I mean, people sometimes get very emotional buying and selling a home is an emotional process. They get attached to something, and it's my job, and I say it to every client of mine. My one of my sole goals is to take the emotion out for you, to give you 
my professional assessment of the property based on the facts, doing a market analysis for you, which is taking in homes in your neighborhood that have sold um, within a certain period of time and matching that up to the proper price. Whether you're buying or selling, that process is the same. Um, you had mentioned it a little bit earlier that sometimes people get into a situation where they're walking into a negative equity. Nobody wants that situation. It makes it much more difficult to sell it when the time comes. Yeah. Now, I, you know, explain a little bit, too, about the the logic of having this. Um, we, we, on, the Cape, on Cape Cod, you're saying that there is a significant shortage of inventory, and that seems to be driving pricing up. Are you seeing that people are bumping into... Um, overvalued homes and having trouble getting uh, getting financing for that as a result? Um, again, not necessarily. If you're working with an experienced realtor and they are doing the proper legwork, and this is true on both sides, so whoever's putting the property on the market obviously needs to be able to show um, comparative uh, properties so that they can justify the pricing because any good buying agent will come in and do the same. And that's where the negotiation comes in. You really need a good realtor who can negotiate on your behalf. And what you're talking about is it being more of a seller's market versus a buyer market. And what that means is roughly anything with less than six months of supply and inventory is a seller's market. That's where we're at now. Anything over is typically a buyer's market. Um, Interesting. If I can just yeah. – yeah. If I could just give well, you a quick stat, Greg, um, both ahead. nationally yeah, and in Barnstable, um, the Cape supply is under six months, and also nationally, like I said, that's 35.5% lower than it was last year. And the total inventory for total amount of homes available right now is down 24%. So even though it's down, it doesn't mean they can still raise prices because, again, someone's not going to purchase their home. So if they're a motivated seller, they have to price it reasonably fair market value. They can't just drive up the prices because an appraisal will not come in for the financing if they overprice it. So right. it is pretty controlled. It wasn't. It's not like it was back in like 2006, four through six, where it was kind of a free for all. Yeah, actually, my father owns a uh, real estate appraisal company in uh, Rhode Island, and. Uh, you know, he he remembers the days back in those days when uh, an appraisal consisted of a guy driving by and saying, "Yep, that's a house," and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's standing, and, and, right? <laughs> yeah, it's up. Um, and, and actually, what happened too is uh, they had later found out that a lot of builders were building just exterior frames, making it look like a house. But if you open the front door, you you would barely see even stud walls in there. So it was something else that. Uh, that that really shouldn't have been, but it was. Wow, wow. Yeah, scary. Yeah. So that that contributed. Yeah, it is scary. Um, but here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this opportunity to do a, do another little commercial break here. Uh, when we come back, though, I want to have you talk about your experience is with not just the Cape because your your company spans pretty wide territory, and I'm hoping that we'll be able to uh, talk about that and some of the differences you're seeing out there. So if you just hang on one moment, we will be right back. Hi, folks. Greg Durrett here. Let me take a moment to tell you about a great service that has helped many, many people all across the country. Now, I'm willing to bet you have a terrific home and auto insurance agent. You know, the kind of person that you've been able to build a really strong relationship with based on years of trust and respect. Unfortunately, as is often the case, 
That same agent doesn't work with the kinds of products we talk about here on the show, like life insurance, annuities, long-term care insurance, and disability insurance. Now, wouldn't it be great if you could work with your agent on these products and not have to get referred out to somebody else that you simply don't know? Well, now you can. Just ask your agent to reach out to the folks at pncforlife.com. pncforlife.com was built specifically to provide agents like yours with the tools they need to provide you with all those types of insurances. And the best part is, you'll be dealing with your agency, not some strange new outfit that just got recommended in and you have to follow down the road for. It works great for you and your agent. They don't have to trust any other agent to treat you right. And you don't have to go through the process of trying to learn how to trust someone that you don't know. So ask your agent to look up pncforlife.com today and help them help you with all your insurance needs. That's pncforlife, P-A-N-D, the letter C, the number four, and the word life, pncforlife.com. Thanks. back. See, now that's a much more pleasant feeling to have when you're going into a new house than would be, let's say, the deliverance theme. I, don't you agree? I agree. Totally agree. <laughs> right. And that's, all, that's what it's all about. You're talking about trying to draw these, these real hard facts about the real estate market and bridge that, that emotional gap of the fact that somebody is going to make a home out of that building not just call it a house, right? And it's it's That's hard right. to I think I think it's hard for you to be able to do that to take that emotion because people have to like it, they have to want to be there. Uh, it has to be the right neighborhood, it has to be the right fit for that family so they get a good vibe, a good feel. But then you've got to back into all this data. Yuck! I mean, that's you know. That's that's not the fun part. The fun part is, oh, look it, let's go in the backyard and chop some wood and have a fire and you know all that kind of stuff. It's it's a very interesting thing. But you folks at Alante have done it in a wide swath of eastern Massachusetts. I mean, you you you're not just on Cape Cod, right? That's correct. That's correct. We um, our focus is South Shore of the Cape, but that means we also push out towards like. Um, Totten and Lakeville and Easton and up that way. But we have service clients um, literally all over the state of Massachusetts. Right. And I would imagine that being that uh, Cape Cod is the is the primary core and, and you have these other places that you must get a lot of people um, that are coming in from other parts of the country that are needing to have that level of service that really kind of introduces them to what it is like to be in a particular new area, Right. That's correct. We have a lot of people out of state, um, whether they're from military, Coast Guard coming onto the Cape, um, and or just want to have a summer place or an investment property here. 
I work with clients from literally all over the country that come in and spend their weekends really trying to find the right property. So, um, you know, having the information readily accessible, understanding each town, being the expert in the towns that you service are all critical to being um, really an experienced realtor and being that go-to person when they ask about school systems and, you know, opportunities for for, um, employment and so forth. Um, Yeah, so, you know, Greg, I wanted to ask you if I could touch on one topic that might be beneficial to some of the listeners that are on here. Would that be okay? Lay it on me. Go ahead. So, um, in, you know, in this theme of, of costly mistakes in real estate, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, for sale by owners. And okay. that's something that's kind of all over the country. Why do you think that somebody who um, is going to sell their house by themselves does not want to work with a realtor? What do you think their reason is? Well, I think the principal reason always is they don't want to share a commission. Correct. I mean, they just think and they can do it cheaper on their own, and and uh, they believe everything they read on the internet, and and they go and they hire, you know, they buy a, a you know a, a self help service for like two hundred bucks and think they've won. But uh, why don't correct. you tell? Well, I, I I know the answer. Why don't you tell <laughs> everybody else the answer as to why it's so much better to have you? Right. So um, there's no question that the homeowner typically knows about uh, their home better than anybody. And I think what's beneficial to that is to then share that with your realtor, certainly. But I just want to throw out some stats from the National Association of Realtors on the for sale by owners. They typically sell for 8 to 13% less than listing with an agent. <laughs> and only 2 wow. to 10% of all for sale by owners actually sell. Wow. Now that's something. See, now I didn't know so, those stats. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, so if you think about it, um, you know, I can understand that, you know, there's that commission, but if you're looking at an 8 to 13% less difference, then your commissions already factor in, number one. But the right realtor is going to be able to do this because they're going to be able to give you, max, you know, first of all, the best pricing by doing a proper market analysis and pulling up the comps and so forth. And then in addition to that, giving it maximum exposure through the marketing campaign. of buyers are finding their home online. So you need to have an aggressive marketing campaign. It's not just posting it on one website, you know, or social media. It's got to be a multitude of avenues that you're really putting this home out on the market. It's got to literally, when you Google the address, it's got to show up everywhere. Everyone needs to know your home's on the market. So those are the things. And, And also, and I don't think for sale by owners think about this either, that they can market to other agents, specific buyers in that range through our internal multiple listing service network who are ready to buy now, and probably equally as important, they can protect the seller by providing proper documentation on the home um, and to avoid any kind of major major issues as they go through the sales cycle that they weren't anticipating. Because we do this day in and day out as realtors. We know exactly what's going to come down the pipeline. Yeah, I think that's a, you know what, that's probably going to be, well, you know, I'm going to make that the thing that says, hey, look, it, would you like to be on the show again someday? Because it's, it, that's, I think, a bigger issue than most people understand is that documentation is critically important. Everybody makes fun of the amount of documents you sign at a closing, but they all serve a purpose. And with those being poorly done, uh, you could end up with, uh, like I say, another uh, Tom Hanks-type money pit. I mean, would that be something you'd be willing to come back on and, uh, and and talk a little bit more about? Absolutely. Excellent. All right. See, I always try to make sure I can get people back. All right. It's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, again, Kim's contact info is 
you can go right to the website at uh, kim.alantehomes, that's A-L-A-N-T-E, homes.com. Uh, her, all her contact info is out there. She's got listings. It's a great website. It really has all the places where you want to be. Um, you can also reach out to her directly at her cell, which is 508-274-4316. Kim, this was extremely good. I really appreciate the fact you put all that effort into helping uh, get yourself, get all these stats together and do all this stuff because I think a lot of people need to know that info, and uh, they need to know people that they can trust out there. So it's, it's great that uh, you were able to uh, help us out today. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. I mean, obviously, home ownership is one of the most significant purchases that um, people make, and it ties in nicely to protecting all the investments that you service at Future Secured Financial. Right, and when that's the whole idea. It's a holistic view of everyone's money, and no more silos, people. No more silos. You are a personal business, so look at your assets, look at your liabilities, manage them well, and all things will work out very well. All right, Kim, again, thank you very much, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will be back again next week. Be well, all. We hope you enjoyed today's Wicked Insurance Matters with Greg Durrett, aired every Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shows are archived on the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio Network, iTunes, and his website, www.futuresecuredfinancial.com, or give him a call on his direct line, 978-509-2941. See you next week.